Welcome back to Page 8. Today, I'm joined once again by the one and only Michael Floyd. How are you doing? Jack, anytime I get an invitation to get on your podcast and to talk about the great Auburn Tigers, I cannot refuse that invitation, and I'm just blessed and honored to be here right now. Well, there's a lot of Auburn Tigers to talk about today because sports is heating up here on the Plains. Basketball tonight for uh, women's start. They play JSU. Men play tomorrow. They got Baylor. What is your feelings going into this basketball season for the Tigers? Well, it is officially the first crossover season. The second crossover season is when uh, men's and women's basketball crossover with baseball and softball. Now we're here where football crosses over with volleyball and um men's and women's basketball, and then also I forgot gymnastics in the spring, so that's another crossover sport. Um, But the first crossover season is here at Auburn University, and it starts with uh, our women's team officially back in action against Jacksonville State on Monday. Um, This is a team that made it to the WNIT last year, and since Coach Jay has been here, we've seen much improvement. It's our first year here. Um, We defeated three top 25 opponents last year. We finished the season with a winning record and with a winning SEC, um, with a, um, an SEC record that um, hasn't been achieved in quite some time. And then this year you, they were able to bring in some transfers, transfers through the transfer portal. I believe according to um, 247 Sports, this was a uh, top 25 transpor- transfer portal class. That's a tongue twister right there. Mm-hmm. Um so Coach Jay and her staff have done a tremendous job getting Auburn women's basketball to where it needs to be. Um, this is a program that has been the three Final Fours, won multiple SEC regular season and tournament titles. Um, it won't be too long until Coach Jay has this program back in the SEC title conversation. But this is going to be a team this year that's going to fight. It's going to be tough, hard-nosed, physical, and aggressive. And it starts tonight against Jacksonville State. Yeah, I think uh, they've had some little momentum building off last year and started because the program hasn't been great and it's been slowly been now being building up, similar right. to how volleyball was. So probably could see a similar year to how oh, volleyball yeah. had last year where we see a lot of new pieces come in, like, oh, here's this team that's going to progress and this program's going to continue to build and right. build, and then maybe we can you know live up to the whole oh, yeah. mantra of everything school by Everything school. So, but then, yeah, then we have men's uh, playing – Against Baylor, it should be interesting. That should be a good feel for like how we are going to be this season. I'm really excited to see how we're going to do. Um, last year, I felt like because you know the year before we got to the point of number one in the country and then go to where we were. Last year is kind of like, oh, you know, and then dealing with yeah. football. So I think any sort of like positive things for the sports here is good. But uh, what do you think? You know, people ask me all the time, "What is my favorite sport on campus?" And no offense to any um, other sports here, but basketball is my favorite sport here because I love the environment Neville Arena provides. I love when uh, over 10,000 people are packed inside of it on top of each other. And when it gets loud inside Neville Arena, the place shakes. And that's just the awesome effect of the Auburn jungle and the fans and the alumni and the boosters that are that attend these games but look you're looking at a men's basketball team that um Bruce Pearl considered this, this team last year they were a good team uh beating Houston would have made them a great team but they fell short in Birmingham to uh then number one seeded Houston um but this year this team has a lot of potential 
Um, obviously, when you're an Auburn fan, you kind of sit low because if you sit high and they miss, you kind of get your heart broken. But just, to, oh, my gosh, this roster, you're bringing back one of the best centers in the SEC, if not the country, in Jani Broom. You're bringing in eight, a five-star Aiden Holloway, um, Jalen Williams, Dylan Cartwell, Katie Johnson, Trey Donaldson uh, are all returning. And then you have transfers that came in, such as um, Denver Jones and Chad Baker and, and – uh, Cheney Johnson, like um, just phenomenal people who are going phenomenal players. They're going to be very vital to the success of this team. Um, Auburn is the only SEC team that's opening up with a top 25 opponent in Baylor. Um, this game is going to be played in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, far from both fan bases. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Auburn Tigers are going to have their hands full with Baylor. And I think it, Coach Pearl said in his press conference uh, previewing this game that uh, Baylor's going to expose us. Um, as in showing us what we're really good at and showing us what we're struggling. And I think this is a great – but I think if you look at Auburn now, um, games like this, games like playing Indiana, games like playing USC, uh, Southern Cal, are going to pay huge dividends when the SEC season starts and even when the postseason starts. And so this team is going to be challenged early. We're going to see what they're made of and how they improve going into conference play. I think the SEC is, is just as good as it's ever been in the sport of basketball. And Coach Bruce Pearl and his staff are going to be ready. Um, this team is going to make some noise this year. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they compete on the court. Now you've just saying all that's got me hyped now. I'm excited <laughs> to see what we're going to do. That's my job. Super fan number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then other th- news on the Plains is volleyball is rolling again. They have a four-game winning streak, beat Texas A&M this uh, past uh, yesterday, Sunday, 3-2 to two in College Station. I mean, just – I it's – it's fun seeing like programs like that. And like right. I, as a person that didn't play the main sports growing up, seeing other sports like that, they were never like, "Oh, this is like huge, right?" Succeed. That's always fun. I always oh, yeah. root for those. Uh, so volleyball. That's. I mean, they're such a young. It's they're so good. Like, I'm just, like I'm really excited to see them in the postseason. I will be trying to find every match I can see on TV for them. What have you thought of them so far? Coach, what Coach Brent Crouch has done here at Auburn is just nothing short of remarkable. Um, he came from uh, Southern Cal, and now he's here. His first couple years were slow and painful. Um, every coach is going to go through growing pains. Look at what Coach Freeze is inheriting now mm-hmm. with Auburn football. Um, but I've been told if you build it, they will come. And what he has built, people are coming. Uh, coming off of a thrilling game or set or match, a thrilling match against uh, Texas A&M on Sunday. Auburn Volleyball is ranked number 24 in the country. They've been ranked for almost the majority of their season, which is just unbelievable and just insane to think what is happening here in Auburn Volleyball. And on Wednesday, they host Kentucky, if I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. Um and they're looking to break an attendance record, so encouraging all of the Auburn, all of the Auburn fans in nearby areas and within the city to just show up to Neville Arena on Wednesday. Admission is free to get in, so come on, bring the little ones, and let's break the attendance record uh, for Auburn volleyball. But this is a team that um, is stacked. This is a team that has felt has dealt with injuries. Uh, throughout the season, um, but this year they've had the depth to be able to step in and um, get it done when they needed to get done, and now I think some of those injured players are making their way back onto the playing surface, and that's very uh, good for this uh, this volleyball team. And what Coach, Crouch, Coach Crouch is doing 
is uh, shows you why Auburn is just more than a football school where everything's cool. Yeah, and then speaking of attendance, uh, tying this into what happened this weekend, Auburn took on Vanderbilt, getting home, yes, bringing home did. the W, thirty-one to fifteen. You know, seeing some of the stuff we saw last week, we're like, okay, the offensive line was clicking, the the receivers were catching, the Thorne was making throws. He was, yes, he was. We hadn't seen that all season, where all three of those were just working. And then we went back to how we kind of were, where like a couple of those things aren't working, and then a couple, and one of them's working. Uh, I mean, there was some drop throws. There was some Thorn had you know didn't struggle here and there against uh, Vanderbilt, which I didn't expect him to as much, just because they had uh, the defense. I think is I know they're like I think second to last or so. I know they're dead last when it comes to rushing defense, which I expected Jarquez Hunter to have a big day. And boy, did he have a big day. Yes, he did. I mean, 19 carries, 183 yards, two touchdowns, and a 67-yard run. I mean, if he can keep this going from, like, again, had the game he had against Mississippi State, this game, and then go into Arkansas, yeah. New Mexico State, Alabama. What are you thinking? What are you, you thinking for? You I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. You're thinking eight and four. Oh, my goodness. Um is Auburn football back? I mean, that's the question. No, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a progression we've seen. Yeah, obviously, yes. That is well needed to to have faith for the fan base. Right. Freeze. And, you know, just being there in that atmosphere, uh, Vanderbilt has a reduced um, capacity in their stadium due to the ongoing construction of their facility. Um and I'm looking uh, at now, I think the official attendance was uh, 28,500. That's how many people were actually at the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's almost the, their reduced capacity. Yeah, that's like a, uh, right. a little more. That's a little bit more than a basketball arena. Right. So um, just being there, oh, my goodness, from Tiger Walk to tailgating. Shout out to the, um, the Auburn-Nashville Club, the mm-hmm. alumni chapter there in Nashville, Tennessee, that did a tremendous job with everything that went on from the tailgate um, to the Tiger Walk to being there, um, making sure Auburn fans from all around was able to know where to get their tickets to sit. The entire wayside was covered in orange and blue. I was um, going to say, it seemed like the, uh, Auburn traveled really well Oh, my goodness. Week. Yes, they did. The entire wayside was covered in orange and blue, and even the home side, you had pockets of orange and blue over there. And then I know for a fact I took a video and I posted it on my Twitter account or X account, whatever you want to call it these days. Um, threads. Threads. They're going to exactly. Threads. <laughs> whatever you want to call it these days. Um, but with 10 minutes to go in the first quarter, fans were still, Auburn fans were still piling into the stands. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, like, this is like people just genuinely. It, it was a mess. Um, the lines to everything was long. I don't think they were expecting Auburn to bring a crowd the way they did. Um, I know Georgia played there this year. I know Alabama played there last year, but I don't think no school has turned out that stadium the way Auburn did this past weekend. And that was a sign of Auburn being Auburn. Um, and then you talk to the players, you talk to the coaches of what they said during post game, and they all said the same thing. That did not feel like your typical road game. I think Auburn was there enough to make it a slight home game, but in fact a neutral site game. Um, and it, when when the when the team needed those fans to get loud, they got loud. Um, so shout out to all of the fans that showed up to Nashville, all the students that went. 
Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people were on Broadway Friday night and even Saturday night um, before and after the games. Um, but Auburn football is getting back on the right track. They have a tough one at Arkansas, who's coming off an overtime win over Florida. Um, Arkansas fired their offensive coordinator. Uh, Sam Pittman's job is in lingo, as some, some people think to seem that it might be. Um, but another big challenge stands in front of Auburn. K.J. Jefferson is a quarterback that you cannot underestimate. If you give him the room, if you give him an inch, he'll go a mile. So you have to really be careful with him as a quarterback. He's a very good, sneaky quarterback, and um, he's up there with some of the best in the SEC, despite Arkansas's record being what it is now. Um, yeah, the pieces around him have not really helped him out. They, they've, right. they've been in close games where they could win, Yeah, but haven't been able to just get over that haunt their team yeah. like the defense has let them down yeah. like the LSU game I mean shot for shot with mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels yeah who and Arkansas and Arkansas played LSU tougher than mm-hmm. Auburn played LSU mm-hmm. you know and Arkansas played tough with Alabama Arkansas played tough with Ole Miss so this is a team that can hang in there with the best of yeah, them I mean we it could it it will be a tough matchup this week right. for Auburn because they're one of the teams that's like it's just misfortune yeah. for them. It's not like their team is like terrible. It's not. I won't say that's the, they're the worst roster right. in the SEC, but it's just a lot of misfortune for them. Yeah, offensive line hasn't been as great as it should could be for KJ Jefferson to have time to throw, and so you had to see a lot of hero ball with him. Right, and Auburn traditionally plays well at uh, DWR there, DWR Stadium in Fayetteville. Um, and, and hopefully that's the case on Saturday. Uh, but Auburn will have their hands full. This, this is a team that's, um, in my opinion, slight better than Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think they're better than Vanderbilt and right. Mississippi State. Yes, but I think they lost Mississippi State seven mm-hmm. to six. Yeah, seven, seven to three. Seven to three. Yeah. Um, so that's I, when the offensive coordinator stuff was exactly not so, clicking. Um, now, so we'll be able to see what is. Um, and also, Arkansas coming off a of bye week. Um, before they play Florida, it's coming off a of bye week, so we'll see how that mm-hmm. uh, continues to help them in their favor or not uh, when they play Auburn this week. Well, Auburn's going to have their hands full. Um, I'm eager to see how the crowd for Arkansas is. Yeah. Uh, with Arkansas being so far, I mean, Auburn fans will be there, but um, we'll see how. I don't think there'll be as many as they were at Vanderbilt, but I do think there will be a nice Auburn uh, contingent there in Fayetteville. And look, if you're Auburn, a win is vital. Mm-hmm. Um, you. Lock up your bowl hopes, um, and then you come home next week for New Mexico State, and then it's the granddaddy of them all. It is the Iron Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will be – I mean, Auburn stretch right here. If you knock out Arkansas and knock out New Mexico State, you're looking – you have a lot of momentum going into the Iron Bowl, and it's here at Jordan-Hare. So um, what an atmosphere, what a game that will be. Uh, we've seen that. We've seen this, but we've seen this song played before. Um, two years ago when Alabama was going to the SEC championship game, Auburn had no business hanging in, hanging in there with them, went to four overtimes, Auburn lost that game. So um, crazy things happen when the sun goes down on the Iron Bowl when it's in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Mm-hmm. Well, before let's get into some matchups. Absolutely. First, at 11 o'clock, Alabama Crimson Tide will be taking on the Kentucky Wildcats. Alabama is favored by 10.5. What do you think? Who do you think's got that game? Kroger Field is going to be electric. Um, I think those fans are going to show out mm-hmm. in droves because this will be a big game for them. 
um, let's call a spade a spade. Everybody shows up when Alabama comes to town. That's, <laughs> that's how it will be for the foreseeable future uh, until Hugh Freeze takes his uh, seat on the throne. Okay. Right um, <laughs> As the highest paid employee in Alabama. Go. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure Freeze would love that. Exactly. I would love that. <laughs> Absolutely would. Um, but I've been I've been getting better with my un, with my bias or my unbias. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I think Alabama. I think Jalen Mirrell's gonna have another field day. Um, give me Alabama uh, over Kentucky. Uh, what, what's the spread for that one? So Alabama's favorite by ten and a half. Ten and a half. Um, I like Alabama to cover. Yeah, I, th- I think Alabama is going to have this game dec- decisively, probably. Yeah. Probably about, like two touchdowns. I, I don't see Kentucky. Kentucky like they kind of start off well usually in the seasons, and they just slowly just yeah fall apart. That seems how it's been for them this year. Then we got Vanderbilt versus South Carolina. South Carolina is favored by 14. See, okay, last week. Where is it? This is at South Carolina. So last week, my gamble pick was JSU over South Carolina, which Ooh, was close. I, close. I, I know, because I was like, I could see JSU pulling <laughs> off. And they were hanging in there. I was like, come on, JSU, come on. So Vanderbilt will be, I mean, they're like, they're not a bad Right. They can stay in. Like, they, I mean, they put up they 21 on Georgia. Exactly. Or, or 20 or so. At least, and then South Carolina. South Carolina is just so iffy. It's, it's yeah. Shekel and Hyde, kind of like you don't know which one you're gonna get. Sometimes you might get where they like their offensive line cannot block. Right, cannot like JSU that was literally just sitting an all out blitz and was right. just like, all right, Spencer Rattler, just toss it up. Let's see what happens. So I'm interested to see how this is gonna go. I think I still favor South Carolina. Who do you got? You know, it's a funny story. Um, when Auburn basketball played South Carolina this past year, I think it was in January, um, I was able to attend that game. And while I was at the game, I was able to meet Shane Beamer, the head coach for South Carolina. So I've always been a fan of Coach Beamer and what he does. I'm a big Beamer ball fan. Uh, South Carolina has been on the struggle train this year. Um, but I like them on Saturday to get it done over Vanderbilt. Give me – the Beamers, baby. The Fighting Shane Beamers. <laughs> Some Beamer ball. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely right with South Carolina this week. I'll give them, I think, the two scores. I don't know if it will be two scores. It might be, or at least two touchdowns, because 14 is, I can see it probably be like a 10-point game. Right. And for so. Vanderbilt, you're coming off of a, a loss. I mean, they scheduled Auburn for homecoming. It was more of a homecoming for Auburn fans <laughs> than it was for Vanderbilt fans. Um, well, they're still – hey, they're building. They're, they're building, building. They're, they're building. building. Um, so. Vanderbilt's going to have to get out of it, get out of this slump that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think uh, Spencer Rattler is going to be too much on Saturday. Yep. Then we have Tennessee at Missouri. Missouri yeah. actually went up in ranking. They they were 14th. Now they're 12th. Wow. After a loss – when do you see a loss that – boost their rankings. It would have been Auburn. They would have been out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just being honest. So, but Tennessee's favored by a one and a half. This one's going to be a close one. And it's at Missouri? It's at Missouri. Wow. Um, what Both coach, are seven and two. What Coach Drinkowitz has done at Missouri is also remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think no one saw Missouri coming like this this year. Um Tennessee is going to be ready. Uh, they're coming off a big win over UConn. Um, Missouri's coming off of that loss to Georgia. Um, but it's at Missouri. It's in Columbia, Missouri. So I'm going to go with Missouri. And I like Missouri in a close one. Give me 
the Tigers of yeah, Mizzou. I'm, I'm going with you as well on that. Missouri, I think this definitely, if they win this, is a statement game. Like, hey, yeah. we're, we're actually legit. We're yeah. a good team. Because they're also, I, I said, you know, everyone thinks Vanderbilt's the little brother. Yeah. Missouri's the middle child. Missouri's the child that, like, no one yeah. really talks about in the SEC as much. Because I mentioned to someone, uh, one of my friends last week, we were talking about Missouri. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're 14th in the nation. They're like, 14th? And I was like, yeah, they're, they've done pretty well yeah. there. You know, they were, they're, uh, I think they were, what, 5-0 and and then lost to LSU. And now they lost to Georgia. So those aren't two bad losses. Right. Both ranked teams. And then next matchup we have Ole Miss at Georgia. This will be a big one as well. But different spread. Georgia's favored by 11.5. Who do you get? Well, I, you know, I, if you look at it, and you know, I can only base Georgia and Ole Miss off of how I saw them perform against Auburn. Yeah. Um, in both of those games, Auburn – had the chance to beat both of those opponents. Um, but it also goes to saying how special and how tough Jordan-Hare Stadium is to play in or play at. Um, this game will be between the Hedges and Sanford Stadium in Athens, Georgia. I think the Georgia defense is going to be key in this one to stop Jackson Dart and, and Quinshawn Jenkins. Um I know Lane Kiff's going to have some trickery up his sleeve. Um, I think this will be the first time Kirby and Lane are on the same field since their time at Alabama together. Um, I don't think people are reading into that storyline as much as they should, but this is the first time both of these teams will be on the same field, I believe, uh, since they were at Alabama on the same sideline. Um, but I think Kirby Smart is going to have his defense ready, and I think Mike Bubba is going to have that offense ready. Uh, I like Georgia. Uh, but I don't like them by a lot. But yeah. I like Georgia in this one. Yeah, I'm going with you as well, Georgia. If it, I, you know, I, Kiffin still to me has still won that big game. Yeah, you know, he hasn't beaten Saban. He hasn't really. I mean, like his track right. record, he hasn't shown too many right big wins. That's why I'm more faithful in Kirby Smart in this scenario. And looking at the tickets, these tickets actually are selling more than the LSU Alabama game on whatever ticket website. Right. Uh, ESPN says, which I was like, dang, I didn't realize this game's hyped up more than that. Yeah. Because the t- starting ticket, the lowest ticket price, according to this ESPN, th- is two forty. Because you know, I think with with this, um, I'm not sure how the East standings look right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this, I think Georgia has it wrapped in the bag after beating Missouri. Because if Missouri would have won, that, right? Missouri's but if o- if Ole Miss can beat can if Ole Miss can beat Georgia, then you're looking at a. a an SEC East clash between Georgia and Tennessee that's at Tennessee mm-hmm. later in the year. So if Ole Miss can't if Ole Miss comes out on top, then the SEC East is still up up yeah. for grabs. Um same goes for the West. If Ole Miss wins and if somehow Alabama drops one between Kentucky or Auburn, then you're looking at a potential scenario where yeah. Ole Miss could probably get to Atlanta. So I mean, the, both divisions are still up for grabs at this point, um, but it'll be interesting to see how they start to solidify down the road. Yeah, it's, I think it's very interesting because we haven't seen Ole Miss in a conference championship right. in quite a while. Um, then we have Florida at LSU. LSU's favored by 13.5. I think I know who you're going to pick. I'm going to say mine, LSU. Who are you thinking? 
Floyd. It's in Death Valley? It is. What time is the game? 6.30. 6.30? It gets dark at 4.30 now. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's going to be... It's going to be loud. Very hectic for the Gators. It's going to be very rowdy. Um, Billy Napier is going to be walking to hell on earth on Saturday night. <laughs> uh, give me the Tigers of LSU beating Florida, and I don't think it's going to be close. Yeah, same here. I, I, well, let me let, let me rephrase that. Hold on, let me backtrack. I'm sorry, view listeners, but let me <laughs> backtrack that. Jane Daniels took a hit against Alabama on Saturday, yeah. so I assume his status as of the time we're recording this podcast, I believe I don't know what his status is. So, if he plays, I still like LSU a lot by a lot. If he doesn't, I still like LSU, but in a closer game. So I think it all depends on his availability on Saturday. Um, But LSU coming off of a loss to Alabama, Florida coming off of a loss to Arkansas. Both of these teams are hungry for a win, but the difference is Death Valley at night. And um, I like Jaden Daniels. He's a great quarterback. Um, So I want to go with LSU. Yeah. Then we have Mississippi State at Texas A&M. Texas A&M is favored by 19.5. I think Jimbo is still on the hot, on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, – I don't know what the future of Jimbo and Texas A&M holds. Um, but I, I feel like, like even if he wins out, yeah, he's still on the hot seat because uh, yeah. the expectations were so high for yeah, him. Yeah, I do. I believe that as well. But I'm going to go with the Yaggies. Over Mississippi State. I think Mississippi State is still trying to find their way on both sides of the ball. It's mm-hmm. been an atrocious season for the Bulldogs, um, but I like uh, A&M on Saturday. Yeah, I'm going with A&M as well. And to close us out, Auburn at Arkansas. Arkansas is favored by three and a half. Three and a half. You well, know, first off, what do you think Auburn has to do to win this game against Arkansas? Um, you have to stop K.J. Jefferson. Mm-hmm. You have to stop K.J. Jefferson. And you had to stop KJ Jefferson. Simple as that. Think I, I, I think <laughs> this game boils down to. Now I'm not a very strong knower of ball, mm-hmm. um, but I think this game boils down to can our defense stop KJ Jefferson? Um, I think they can. I think they will. Um, but I think for Arkansas, it's going to depend on who steps up when they are needed the most. Um, and I think the same goes for Auburn. Peyton Thorne had a heck of a game on Saturday against Vanderbilt, but there were a lot of good throws he made to receivers that were open, but they couldn't catch the ball. Mm -hmm. And this is a lot better defense. This is the fifth-ranked defense in the SEC. Exactly. So I think it's going to be very vital for our receivers to catch the balls that they have to catch. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm going to go with Auburn in this game. Um, Arkansas is on upset alert, but I think Auburn can just be just as well be on upset alert on this one. But I'm going to go with Auburn in this one, and I'm going to go by I'm going to go Auburn by ten. Oh, that's that's big. I'm going to go Auburn by ten. Um, I think they get it done in Fayetteville, um, and I think we'll be frying up some ribs after the game. Well, fried ribs. Have you tried fried ribs before? It's been a while since oh I've had gosh, some. Oh my gosh, they're yeah. so great! But we're going to fry up some ribs on Saturday. All right, all right. Well, uh. According to my Saturday in my mind right now, I think I'm going Razorbacks. Oh. I, gotta go. I think the Razorbacks. I think this might be a punch in the mouth right now for our momentum. Like we're like we're getting some footing. Like, yeah. you know, like because obviously wins 
as a team, even if you aren't a good team like roster wise. Yeah, yeah. It still can get that momentum, that ball rolling, that snowball yeah. keep going. Like, okay, like we can do it. We've won. We've won before. We'll just win again. It's just, I think a lot. Like we're gonna have to have a this like a the first half we had against Mississippi State going into this game. Right. We're gonna have to play both halves. Oh yeah. So and if you get up, you can't take your foot off the gas. You can't. Oh, you most can't. definitely, you can't. You got to keep going. Like I think our when we stayed like in a quick, uh, faster tempo offense. Right. You know, hurry up, just. We seem to get stuff going, but then when we slowed stuff down, try to get some pass play, it, that's when right. I think we started struggling. So I think for us to have a chance at winning, Jarquez is going to have to have that another big game because that's the I only agree. thing like that's going to carry us through these last yeah. few weeks is our running game, really. Because that fifth ranked in the SEC, and then right ahead of them is Alabama, and we'll face, see them later on. Yeah. So this will be a good test to see like, how our offense can do against a defense that – you know, has done well this season right? Um, overall. So, yeah, as you said, you know, just stop K.J. Jefferson. Do I think we're going to be able to do that? I don't think so just because we have – like our passing game is yeah. not like – we haven't been bad against the pass, but I feel like we've all – like the Brock Bowers get – like just allowing big throws. Yeah. We've allowed too many of those, and oh, I can yeah. see and, that and just was, And there were some on Saturday – that we gave up that mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have been given up. So, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. So, yeah. I definitely – I think I will go Razorbacks. Uh, I don't know if it would be like a runaway or anything. I think it would probably just be by a few – probably like three or five. Right. Kind of like score maybe like a 20 to 23, 24 kind of game. Right. Just where it comes down to a field goal. Now, do I want that to happen? My bias is no. <laughs> but it's just how I can see for Auburn right now. It's just – the match like this is a game where we we I mean we need it obviously wins are great and Freeze would like to have a win for a season to finish have potential of finishing up his season seven and five eight and four right which I shouldn't even say that because you never know New Mexico State might wake up and right you know but yeah I, that's why I think I'm going Razorbacks uh, for this week so I think this yeah the first time I had you on what, what, I'm trying to think it was Georgia yeah it was Georgia yeah. Pretty, so yeah. Pick Georgia, which we played a lot better against Georgia than I expected. Though. Right. So now, if I uh, if we do lose to Arkansas, just know I'm never coming back on the show. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, hey, well, I'll have you back on during basketball season. Absolutely, you'll, you'll be, absolutely. We're just getting started. So. Just getting started. Hey, so we'll get a win sometime this week. There's sometime. plenty of games for all to win this week. So, <laughs> but again, thank you for joining me today, absolutely. Floyd. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. War Eagle.